Hey there, and welcome to Vibrancy with ADHD. Trying to improve our health and wellness with ADHD can feel like an uphill battle. Neurotypical advice tends to be complicated, rigid, and quite honestly, kind of boring. Us ADHDers thrive off of fun and need to be supported by people who just get us and the way our brain works. And most importantly, we need to feel encouraged and inspired instead of shamed. No falling off of any hypothetical wagons here. I'm Chelsea Eithoven and I'm a health and mindset coach who was diagnosed with ADHD at age 30. Stick around and together we can explore, learn, and play our way to a more vibrant lifestyle. Hi guys, welcome back to Vibrancy with ADHD. As always, I'm so, so happy you're here. If this is your first time listening, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Chelsea. And so this is kind of funny. You know, I'm kind of like scattered brain today because normally I follow sort of a script uh, when I'm doing this podcast. And I know some people think that's like really inauthentic or whatever, yada, yada. But here's the thing. I get so off topic, like so off topic that I can't find my way back to the topic sometimes. Like, do you guys do this in conversation? I'm just like, where was I? What point was I trying to make? How did I get over there? I, if I don't like kind of write out almost the exact details of what I want to say, I end up losing a lot of the things I wanted to say. So whatever, you know, think of that however you will. But I, (laughs) all that to say, I don't have a script today. I just have a really basic outline because I was so freaking excited to record this podcast. I didn't even feel like I felt like talking about it. I didn't feel like writing a script. So I just, I'm going to, I'm just going to go for it. You know, I'm going to be one of those people that can do that and just go for it. So here we go. We're doing it, but I don't know what episode number it is. Cause I don't have my pretty little like normal thing that I have. That's very organized. So we're just going to be our scatterbrained ADHD, like hot mess selves today. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay, so let's talk about my hyper focus of the week. I don't think I've shared this one on here before, but I've been obsessed with this one particular drink for so long. So if I've said this before, I'm going to give you a reminder and say it again. So what are we going to call this? Let's call this my coconut limeade gym drink. (laughs) So I call it my gym drink because I will make one of these and I bring it to the gym or to like an an exercise class or upstairs when I'm going to work out in my office, yada, yada. So what it is, is it is a combination of coconut water, regular water, a little bit of hydration drops, like they're like electrolytes, minerals and whatnot, and some limeade. So I, okay, so water If you add a little bit of electrolytes and minerals to your water, it makes it a little bit more hydrating. Essentially, your body can kind of hold on to the water a little bit better. So I love to make one of these before I go to the gym or before I'm about to do some sort of movement because I don't know. First of all, it's just freaking delicious and super refreshing when you're really thirsty. But also, it's like a little bit of bang for your buck when it comes to your hydration, which, by the way, if you didn't know this, ADHD medication, stimulant medication can tend to be a little bit dehydrating. So hydration is super important for 
many reasons, but primarily optimal brain health and just body functioning, right? So we want our meds to work the way they're supposed to work. We want to feel good. And if like you ever get a headache when you take your medication, one of the reasons might be because you're dehydrated. So something to keep in mind. And if you want to try this gym drink, then my my coconut limeade gym drink, then this might be a fun way to stay hydrated and get a little bit of electrolytes. So here's exactly what I do. I take, oh, and by the way, coconut water has electrolytes as well and potassium and all kinds of good stuff for you that's really hydrating too. So I take a big, giant cup, like uh, I think it's 40 ounces, and I pour probably, like I don't use any kind of measurements, but I fill like a quarter of the cup with coconut water. So the bottom of the cup has coconut water in it, okay? And then I fill the rest of the cup with water and ice, So I put my ice in last. Let's get super specific here, okay? I put my ice in last because I use the my frother that I like kind of blend my coffee up to blend up the limeade powder really, really good. So I put the quarter cup of coconut water in there. And then I take one of the true lime limeade packets and I dump that in the coconut water and I blend it all up. And then I fill the like and probably up to three quarters of the way full with just plain water. So right now we have the coconut water, the plain water and the limeade packet. And then I do a few drops of the minerals that I have. So it's, it's, I think they're called daylight. I'll put them in the show notes. I got them on Amazon. They just, you can drip them in your water and they don't taste like anything, but they add a little bit of hydration to your water. So I have all that in a cup and then I fill the rest with ice so that it's icy cold. And so then it's this coconutty limeade tasting beverage that's super hydrating and it is so freaking good. Oh my gosh. I want one right now. I'm going to make one as soon as I finish recording this. So that is my super random hyper focus of the week. If you make it, let me know. I would love to hear if you enjoy this. It's so yummy. I will link in the show notes, the limeade, just so you can see what the brand looks like. You don't even have to use the link in the bio. I will link the hydration drops, the electrolyte drops, and I'll even link my giant cup because it's freaking awesome if I can find it on Amazon because I actually got that one in a store. So anyways, that's my hyper focus of the week. And let's get into today's topic. Like I said, because I was so freaking excited to record this podcast and the one I'm going to record immediately after this for next week because they're kind of intertwined. I was so excited that I didn't want to sit down and write an outline. So that can tell you right there how passionate I am about this topic. I'm so pumped. Okay, so here's what it is. We're going to talk about how to change habits and how to do it using the strategy of one habit a month, okay? So basically, what had me thinking about this, sometimes I feel like I have to convince people to try this strategy. And to be completely fair, it would have taken a lot of convincing and I still probably wouldn't have believed you or even tried it if somebody would have told me about this, oh, say like five years ago. I would have been like, "Mm, no thanks. I'm going to go, I'm going to keep with my all or nothing. I like that more and that's more exciting to change everything at once. So screw your one habit a month. I'm not going to do it, (laughs) right? But inside the habit edit, 
what what's going to happen. So if you ever do decide to join the Habit Edit, which is the first health and mindset coaching membership exclusively for women with ADHD, you can click the link in the bio and check more check it out there and like read more about it and decide if you want to come on in. It is open for enrollment now. You can hop on in whenever you want because it's a membership style. So like you can come whenever you want and you can go whenever you want. No catches, no weird stuff, no like fine print. It's meant to support you for as long as you want to be supported. But anyways, inside the Habit Edit, so like you join the membership and you get immediate access to the Mindset Makeover, which is so much fun. It's a 10 video series that you get to binge like a Netflix series, essentially. And it's basically just teaching you how to get into a growth mindset, which is the optimal mindset to be in to make changes and transform and learn and grow, right? And not beat yourself up for not being perfect in the meantime. It just gets you in the mindset to be really excited to start the program. So once you've finished the mindset makeover, which you can take as long as you want with it. No problem at all. Some people will binge through it in a couple days. Some people will take two months with the mindset makeover. Cool beans. Do whatever works for you. So after that, then you get access to what is called the edits. And every single month you get to choose what habit you're going to edit. So like some of the options are building a balanced plate, creating satiating snacks. So AKA snacks that actually keep you full through, you know, to the next meal hydration, right? So speaking of electrolytes and my gym drink, hydration is one of the units that we have right now or the edits that we have right now. What else do we have right now? Let me think sleep. And then each month, a new edit drops. So next month, what's dropping in October is meal planning and prepping for ADHDers. Oh, such a good one. And I just kind of help you figure that out. So anyways, enough about that. The one habit a month. See, I don't even know why I was telling you this. I totally forgot. Oh yeah. So I, I find that I do have to do a little bit of convincing for people to try it this way, to change one habit a month versus what we're used to, which is most programs give us all the information of everything that we should change at once. And that's just what we're supposed to do. And like, you know what I mean? Just do it all at once. And then a lot of times we don't think there's any other option. But I have found that I didn't really realize I was doing this until recently. But I had been chunking out the things that I was learning and the things that I was implementing and practicing. And it was working way better in terms of actually seeing growth and seeing change and seeing transformation versus just chasing my tail. So I did this. I started doing this in terms of work. This is actually when I first discovered how well this works for me. I started doing it with my work and then I moved it into my health habits. And so because I'm at the point where I've pretty well established most of my health habits, not all of them, but most of the health habits that I really want to be like the cornerstones in my life, the important big things. What I do now is I focus on one a month that I kind of just like go back to as a refresher. So that becomes like the priority of the month. 
essentially. So like, for example, this month, August, I focused on building balanced meals because I just noticed that the past few months before that, I had gotten away from the the way that I build balanced meals and the way that I teach people to build balanced meals inside of the habit edit, I had a little bit got, gotten away from that, you know? I just wasn't doing it with as much regularity as I desired to do. So I've been practicing that throughout the month of August. And it's just a nice refresher course, you know? And I've gotten back into that habit really well because truth be told, this is a lifelong thing, you guys. Changing your habits, whether you do have in your mind some kind of end goal or not, So to lose a certain amount of weight, to gain a certain amount of weight, whatever, if you have some kind of end goal in mind, it's still a lifelong process because once you get to that goal, you're still going to have to continue the habits that you did to get there in order to maintain your results. So, and really the way that I look at the habit edit and the reason I did it not as like a 10 week program or something like this is because it's more so more rather than being something that like you get to this end goal and you're done because that's not the reality of any program even if they're pretending it is it's not the point of the habit edit is more so to be a support system for you so i'm the type of person that well once i learned i had adhd and i realized that i needed and i should be supported I realized that I'm the type of person that really thrives with support. So I'm in a month-to-month membership that's not there to like give me certain results per se, right? There are certain things that I'm striving for as I'm moving through this membership, this coaching membership that I'm in, but it's more so to be there just to continually support me along the way. Because I know that if I don't have that continual support and that continual like source of guidance and somebody to kind of bounce my ideas off of and like get me back on track as far as my mindset, I know that I tend to just veer off course and kind of fall off. So that's kind of how I look at the habit edit. It's just there to guide you for as long as you desire it. But like I said, yeah, some people are just not so easily convinced. So In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about four reasons why one habit a month could make a huge difference in your life. And P.S., just because I'm talking about the habit edit, you know, I'm going to talk about the habit edit a lot. Number one, because I've been creating it since March and I think it is the freaking bee's knees. I think it is the best ever. I'm so pumped about it. I'm so pumped for the founding members that are in the habit edit. Like, I'm so excited. I'm like so excited excited that it's out in the world for other people to experience. I have poured a lot into this and I'm just excited. So I'm going to talk about it. But so I talk about the habit edit a lot, but I also share a lot of these concepts on the the podcast and on TikTok and on Instagram because I don't think you have to join the habit edit if you don't want to, right? I think it's extremely beneficial and super helpful, you know, just going to toot my own horn there. I get so weird about being cocky. I feel like that was cocky, but oh, well, we're gonna move on. But I, I also want to support the people that are not in a financial place to invest, right? Some people, some of you might just be scared to invest, right? And pay the initial $200 to join. And, you know, you might be afraid to pay that. But Others truly can't. And I, right? So there's a difference between like being scared to invest and not being able to invest. 
the people who are not able to invest, I still think they deserve support. So I share things with you that you can implement on your own, right? Whether you're not ready to invest or not, or you can't invest, right? I think you all deserve support. Every single ADHD year deserves support. And if you desire support in the area of like health and wellness and kind of getting in a good groove with those habits, then I want to support you for free, right? So thank you for being here. I'm so freaking happy you're here. Okay, so let's talk about it. First, I'm going to tell you kind of how, like I said, I started doing this for myself. And now I, I want to tell you the discovery process of me figuring this out, okay? So like I said, I started with my work. And I didn't even realize I was doing it this way. But as I was starting my business, and this past year, I really started gaining momentum for a multitude of reasons. One being that I figured out I had ADHD, hello, and therefore I learned ADHD friendly strategies like this one. And that has made a big difference, right? But I started another, I think one of the biggest reasons I saw growth was this one habit a month concept, right? And I didn't really do it per month, but it's a great way to chunk it out for health habits. So kind of what happened was I realized I was doing this unintentionally, right? So like, for example, with my Instagram. When I first started my business, I was trying to do all the things and it was freaking exhausting. Every time something new came along, I was like, oh, now I have to do that thing. You know, like stories became a big thing. And I was like, oh, now I have to do stories, you know? And it was like, then people started making these pretty graphics. And I was like, I got to make pretty graphics, you know? And I was doing a bunch of shit, really shitty, doing a bunch of shitty shit. (laughs) That sounds so ridiculous. But like I was doing the stories and I was doing the, you know, the lives and doing the graphics and I was doing the, what were they called? What were those things called? Oh, IGTVs. But none of it was good quality because I was just, just like we do with dieting. I was all or nothing it, right? I was trying to do it all and then I was doing a terrible job and then I would do nothing for freaking months. So I made the decision at one point to just focus on one thing at a time. I was like, let me focus on one thing at a time so that I can actually like get good at this thing, get comfortable with this thing, no longer feel overwhelmed by this thing. And then I will add another thing when I'm ready. Okay, so by the time I made this decision, I was already pretty familiar with like just posting things on Instagram, right? But I was like, okay, I'm... I want to learn how to do reels, right? And so I spent a lot of time just focusing on reels. Like, I'm not kidding. Look at my Instagram right now, Bright Light Chels. Scroll back a little bit (laughs) and you'll see that I stopped caring about anything else but reels for a while. I did not care about making them pretty. I did not care about what my feed looked like. I did not care about posting any posts at all. I did not care about anything except learning the craft of making reels and just doing that because it's too overwhelming for me to try to also learn how to make the reel look pretty on my feed and how to do this and how to do that and how all at the same time. No, I had to just focus on that one thing, right? And I got pretty good at reels, you know? I got pretty good. I got pretty comfortable making them. I understood how to make them. And then I said, you know what I'm going to focus on now? 
is TikTok. It's really similar, but it's also different. And it's I've been intimidated by it. And I've been intimidated to do both. So then I just focused on TikTok for a while, right? And I don't know the exact time periods, because I at that time, I wasn't thinking of it as one thing a month. I was just thinking of it as one thing at a time, right? And so I focused on TikTok. And I just did TikTok for a while. And I got pretty good at that. And I understood how TikTok worked. And I wasn't like, you know, because I had already done reels, I understood how to make them. But then I had to learn like how to actually use the TikTok app. And like, you know, t- TikTok is just different. The etiquette, the way people act on there is different. It's interesting. So I took the time to learn that. And then I got really comfortable with that, you know. And then I decided, you know what I'm going to do now is I'm going to learn how to make graphics. A lot of people are making graphics, Right. So I spent time learning how to make the pretty graphics on Canva. I've used Canva in my business for so long, but I hadn't focused on making graphics in so long that I didn't realize how freaking awesome it is for making graphics now. It is incredible. It's so much better than the last time I looked at it, which was like a really long time ago. So anyways, I focused on that and I practiced that. And I think I got, I think I've improved in that area, you know, and Now I, so also, by the way, in between there somewhere, I also had to make the choice because I realized I was spreading myself too thin with the social media stuff. I made the choice to actually stop focusing on social media at all for a period of time. And I just focused on the creation of the habit edit, which is why I can now happily say that it's finished. And I have done the curriculum. It is done. It is something that is done. And as an ADHDer, you probably know how exciting it is to have something done, like be able to be like, wow, I did that from start to finish because I don't know about you and please don't tell my secret, but like, I don't do that with a lot of stuff. (laughs) I got a lot of unfinished shit laying around. I got a lot of unfinished projects in my memory bank. So it's nice to, to realize that I finished something, but it's because I stopped focusing on social media altogether and I just focused on finishing the habit edit, okay? And now I'm in this phase where I'm learning how to make my feed pretty, okay? Well, actually, that this phase didn't last very long, but it took a, I was trying to learn how to make my feed pretty, like my Instagram feeds. If you're not a business owner, you're gonna be like, what in the hell? Why are you talking to me about social media for this long? It's because... <laughs> We'll get to the point, I promise. I focused on making my feed pretty, right? So learning how to make a cover for reels, learning how to make everything look cohesive, figuring out a color scheme and how to continue that color scheme, right? And now I'm learning how to make my stories kind of prettier. I've always just slapped shit up on my stories, but now I'm like, you know, it'd be fun to learn how to make my stories prettier. I have a desire to do that. But I did one thing at a time. And I spent a good amount of time on each of those things. It wasn't like, I'm going to do this for one day and move on. It was like, I'm going to just focus on getting good at this for a little while until it becomes like pretty second nature. All that to say, I made the correlation that this also is kind of what I did with my health habits. Again, without realizing it, And then, like I said, I realized this and I started intentionally also implementing this in my habits, right? 
So like I said, I've kind of already got my, my, my health habits pretty well established, but from time to time, ones fall off. You know, I need a refresher course. I need to dive back into one. So I focus on one a month and I find that it just is the perfect amount of time to really get comfortable with something, to really have it become pretty automatic, pretty easy, right? And it's just, it's not overwhelming. So let's talk about the five reasons why it's beneficial to focus on just implementing one new habit a month, particularly health habits for us ADHDers, okay? So I actually have five reasons, right? So let's start with that one I was just talking about because it is less overwhelming. The ADHD brain has so many thoughts popping off at all times, right? And we get excited and when we're passionate about something, we have one million different ideas and we wanna implement them all at the same time. I guess I will speak for myself here, right? P.S. If you, this is one of your first times listening to this, nothing I say is universal. Just because you have ADHD doesn't mean this is going to work for you, right? We are all still individuals. So like I just give a bunch of tips. I give a bunch of like concepts and whatever resonates, keep and hold on to and try it and use it. And whatever doesn't, drop it no big deal. Okay. So I just wanted to clarify that because I was like, this does work. And I was like, wait, I should say this. So yeah. So focusing on one habit a month lets it not be overwhelming, right? So going back to my experience with work and trying to build a business, when I was trying to do it all, I was so overwhelmed. I literally remember one time calling my husband just crying on the floor because I was trying to edit a video like an Instagram thing that I made. And this was like four years ago, I think. And I was crying on the ground because I couldn't figure out the editing software. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was because I think looking back, it's because I was trying to do 5 million new things at once. And so therefore, I didn't feel like I had the time to have trial and error. I felt like I had to re- like perfect it all right then. I didn't give myself the leeway to learn and, and grow and enjoy the process. I was overwhelmed and I couldn't do it. Right. And so I just would end up stopping everything and just like avoiding my business for weeks at a time, which if you don't know, that's not great business practice, right? So number one reason why one habit a month could be helpful if you've been trying to build health habits and haven't been able to is because it can reduce that overwhelm. And I, in my opinion, reducing that overwhelm helps us do a couple things that are hard for us. Number one, get started. Getting started can be super hard. And when we're like, oh, do I start here? Do I start here? Do I start here? We just end up in this, like, we end up spinning and, like, sometimes not even starting at all. It's like you have such a clear direction where to start when you are only focusing on one thing. So say you're just focusing on drinking more water, right? That's all you got to think about. It's kind of, like, makes our brains be like, okay, I can do this, you know? And it also makes it fun, right? It gives a little bit of wiggle room for fun. It can be more enjoyable when we're not experiencing that overwhelm. We can be like, I got time, you know, I got time. So I can have fun with this and like enjoy the process and get into it and like hyper-focus, you know? Hyper-focus on my hydration. Maybe I'll do that for September for my habit of the month for September because I probably could be better at that. Anyways, okay, that kind of leads me directly into number two, 
reason why focusing on one habit a month can be super helpful. And that is that you have time to focus on trial and error, right? So let's say it is drinking water, right? That is the the habit that you want to start with, okay? I recommend this for people that are overwhelmed at the process of building health habits or are used to all or nothing thinking, right? Um, Starting with just water can be so different than what you're used to when you're starting a new diet uh, that it can help you kind of work through that all or nothing thinking, but also it's not overwhelming to just focus on that. So let's say you're just focusing on water. It The idea of trial and error is that you can figure out what worked for you and you have four weeks to do it, right? So say the first week you planned on drinking, you have like a big water cup and you planned on refilling that and drinking five of those a day, let's say. I don't know, just totally making it up. You are trying to fill up five large cups, right? And drink that and that's your plan. Turns out after that first week, didn't go so hot, right? So, but guess what? You have three more weeks to figure out what didn't go well, what can I shift, right? So this is kind of embarrassing, but something that I realized about myself when it comes to water is that I don't like standing at the fridge and filling up the cup five times a day. So dumb, but it's true. And I learned that about myself. And instead of judging myself for that and trying to be like, Chelsea, you should just stand at the fridge, just suck it up. That's my voice when I'm being an addict to myself. But instead of doing that, what if I just get five large cups, fill them up first thing and put them in the freaking fridge? Okay. Because if I do it once, if I'm already standing there, like I might as well fill up four more, you know, maybe you don't have five large cups, you know, but you could certainly fill five normal size cups, right? You go to Walmart and get, I got four plastic cups the other day at Walmart for 50 cents a piece, you know, you could certainly do that. And then that next week you try it again and you're like, wow, that worked way better. Right. And so then you're going into your third week and you're like, you know, but I did find myself getting kind of bored of the taste of water halfway through the day. So I'm going to spice it up next week. I'm going to get some flavor packets and I'm going to get some some sparkling waters and whatnot to kind of make it exciting and taste good. Right. Do you see what I'm saying by the trial and error? Right. I feel like a lot of programs, because you're trying to do it all at once, you don't have that time to really, really dive in with that habit and really figure out what works best for your life and really what figure out figure out like what makes that habit enjoyable for you and what's going to make it work for you. When you're focusing on one at a time, you have time to do that, which is what's going to make it enjoyable and sustainable and work for your life, right? But let's say you are in a program that does like focus on one habit at a time, but it's just one week at a time. Well, you've already moved on. You've moved on and like you didn't have time to figure out that like you could have filled up those cups beforehand. You already moved on. And so now you don't have that problem solving strategy, right? I just think it is like so beneficial for so many reasons, right? And we're starting with a super simple one, but you can see how this would be beneficial for a a more complex one, like building balanced meals. If you're starting with like 
and you have no idea what even a protein is, it can take the whole month to get familiar with that kind of stuff, right? And But you can take it one step at a time. So you have time for trial and error, right? So that's number two reason why one habit a month is beneficial. Reason number three, it's more likely that it'll become part of your routine that you don't really have to think about, right? It'll just be like this thing that's like easy peasy, lemon squeezy, part of your life. When you take a month to focus on something, and like I said, you do focus on the ways that you're making it easy, making it joyful, making it exciting. It just like it's there's certain things that we just don't forget to do, right? Um, even us ADHDers, right? There's certain things you don't forget to do. So I don't know what it is for you. My example is like brushing my teeth because I get out of bed and I brush my teeth. I was hesitant to use that example because I know some people actually do forget to brush their teeth and there's no shame and no judgment around that. It's cool. You know, I I think that's no big deal. But like, think about it. There's got to be, there's at least one thing that you never forget to do. Whether it's even like checking your TikTok when you're at a stoplight at your car, you know, which don't do that. But maybe do because I mean, we nobody's perfect. But you know, stuff like that. There's things you don't forget to do. And drinking water could possibly become one of those things at the end of a whole month of focusing and problem solving about it, right? So that's reason number three. And reason number four, why one habit a month is excellent for ADHDers for building habits is because it allows for inconsistency, right? Like I said, other programs, it might do one habit a week. But As we know, sometimes life gets in the way. Sometimes there's a week where our symptoms are freaking kicking our ass. Sometimes we have an insanely packed schedule one week, right? Like this week I'm starting grad school and it's the first week of the membership. Goodness, I have not been exercising this week, but like, guess what? That's okay because I've been focusing on other things. Life happens. That doesn't make me any less of a coach. That doesn't make me immediately unhealthy. That doesn't make me anything. It's just a fact. And that's what happens sometimes, right? Life gets busy. Maybe you have a sick kid. Maybe you're starting a new job. Who knows what it is. But if you're working on something for a month, if you don't show up for it for a week, or you have a week that doesn't go really great, or let's say you just even forget about it for a little bit, or you just, for you in that moment, caring for yourself isn't focusing strongly on that particular health habit, whatever it is, right? It's okay. A month gives you wiggle room, right? It's not like, oh, we're moving on. We're moving on to something else. It's like, no, it, you know, you st- you know exactly where to pick back up where you left off. So the whole idea of like falling off the wagon, which I don't love that concept because it has a negative connotation, but a lot of us think like we that we do it. You know, I fall off the wagon. It's no big deal though. I've learned by doing this and doing things this way, it's not as big of a deal, right? So yeah, when we're focusing on one thing a month, there's just time to have some wiggle room. And I think as ADHDers, we really need to give ourselves more freaking wiggle room. Because let me ask you something. When was the last time that you were perfectly consistent at anything? All freaking wait. That's what I thought. Because like for me, I've not, I don't think I've ever been perfectly consistent in anything in my entire life. But I haven't needed to. And you don't need to either, right? I've still grown a successful business. I've still, I've still done lots of things that I want to do in my life. You know, I'm not going to ramble on because like I said, I'm weird about like 
being cocky, but <laughs> I'm proud. I guess I shouldn't be weird about that. I should be proud of my accomplishments, but you get what I'm saying, right? Right. Okay. And reason number five, the final reason why one habit a month works swimmingly for ADHDers is because every single month you get to start with a new shiny habit. How exciting is that? I freaking love the novelty of this. Like right now it is, as I'm recording this, it's August 24th. I'm already like getting to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still focusing on balanced meals, but I'm really excited. What am I going to dive into next? I'm excited to dive into something else because we love the idea of novelty, right? And it's not like I'm switching to a new diet every month. I'm not going like, now I'm going to try keto. Now I'm going to try this. Now I'm going to try paleo. Now I'm going to try Weight Watchers or whatever, which is by the way, what I used to do when I was spinning in circles, right? I'm just like shifting my focus. So I'm still going to be building balanced meals because again, I got really reacclimated with that one. And now I'm just going to add on something else. I think I'm going to do exercise. Like I said, I haven't been doing exercise, but I don't know, maybe hydration. I haven't decided yet. Either way, I'm excited to like shift my focus, to fill out my monthly focus pages, which I, which are something that you get inside the Habit Edit membership to just kind of help you like create a little mini plan for the month, right? Like it's not this big extensive thing. And it's a tool you can use if you want it, but you don't have to use it. You don't have to use anything in the Habit Edit membership, to be frank. So yeah, it's just like so exciting. Our brains love novelty. So the fact that you get to do something new every single month keeps novelty in the process, but it doesn't mean those other habits are falling off your radar. All those ones you've worked on before are still there. You're just like building, like it's almost like you're building brick by brick this building, right? Or this like castle. Ooh, it's so much more fun if it's a castle, right? So I, it's just fun to start something new. And this gives you the opportunity to start something new and like feed into that part of your brain and let it feel the joy and the excitement of starting something new and trying something new. You know, it's such a great, this is a great way to like nourish that part of your brain that enjoys that in a way that's not destructive, right? Because it can be kind of destructive if we end up doing that in a way that we're like, spending all our money on new clothes every month or whatever. And that's not an inherently destructive one, you know, by any means. I was just like an example, like say financially that that's kind of like setting you back in certain ways, right? This is a way that like it's only beneficial, but it's still playing into that part of your brain that enjoys that. (sighs) Oh man, what a chaotic, but so much fun episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Maybe it wasn't as chaotic as I thought it was. It felt like it was because my brain was just like, bing, 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 like going off all over the place. But let me recap it for you real quick. So by focusing on just one habit a month, you can potentially see a lot more progress as an ADHDer than if you try the all or nothing thing. And if you do, like that is your, your normal way of doing it is the all or nothing thing, I would really encourage you to give this a try, right? And you can be guided and supported to do this inside the Habit Edit, which is the Health and Mindset Coaching Membership 
for women with ADHD by clicking the link in the show notes and joining that. Or you can do this completely on your own, right? Whatever is the best decision for you. But five reasons that this can be super beneficial for us ADHDers is because number one, it makes it less overwhelming to do just one habit at a time. Number two, you have time to focus on trial and error. And the more you trial and error things and the more you fail and stand up and learn from that failure, the more automatically ingrained the habit's going to become, the more you're going to learn about yourself and your tendencies. And basically just like the, the more chances you have to really get it right with that habit. Okay. Reason number three is because it's more likely it'll become part of your regular routine, right? Reason number four, it allows for inconsistency. So if you have something come up, some other life things, it's no big deal. You could fall off the wagon for a few days and it doesn't freaking matter because we're ADHD years and we're probably going to fall off the wagon and it's just not that big of a deal. We can still make massive strides in our health and any other area of our life that we desire. And reason number five, you get to start with a new shiny habit every single month. And it's so, so much fun. And it has all this novelty and excitement every month to keep you intrigued by your health journey and not like bored and just being like, screw this. I'm literally just eating whatever the F I want. I'm doing whatever the F I want for the next six months because I can't stand the thought of doing the things, eating the vegetables, going to the gym, whatever. You get some excitement. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And this episode is going to be dropping two days before September. So I also wanted to make sure to get this episode recorded and out for you because you can start in September, right? You could start this in September, write down what are you going to focus on this month? Pick one thing. And I want to encourage you to trust your intuition with this. What's the first thing that popped in your mind, right? That you thought would either be fun to focus on or beneficial for you to focus on, whatever like kind of toots your own horn, (laughs) is that the saying, is the right one. That's a perfect place to start because in a month, you get to choose another one. You're not committing to it for a lifetime. So my commitment phobes can relax, right? And also, if you're interested in the habit edit, this is also a perfect time to join. Like I said, two days before September starts, hop in at the start of a new month. You can binge the mindset makeover and then jump in with a new habit, right? For the month of September. So, so exciting. Okay. And what I'm going to be talking about next week, tune in because we're going to be building off of this concept. And I'm so excited to build off of this concept and teach you a strategy to help you follow through with this one habit a month. Good stuff, right? Thank you guys so much for being here. I love you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next time on Vibrancy with ADHD. Bye.